How are grocery cooperatives within Sydney part of a wider movement for providing an alternative to the wastefulness and cruelty of current food systems in the Anthropocene? Introduction. The last 50 years has economically and environmentally been termed as the Great Acceleration and is responsible for pushing humans from the stable Holocene epoch and into the Anthropocene. With the world's poorest and indigenous being the first to suffer whilst being the environment's last guardians, geographers are calling for a re-terming of the Anthropocene to be the Capitalocene. This is a key debate whereby proponents of the Capitalocene point to the fact that it is not all humans forcing geological changes on the planet, but instead those with capital. This makes sense with regards to the mega corporations who are able to wield unsustainable global supply chains and restrict the planet into wasteful agricultures and with high greenhouse gas emissions. As a response to this set of conditions, cooperatives are springing up throughout cities with the intentions of reimagining what more sustainable food systems or commons might look like. The aim of this research report is to examine how three such Sydney-based co-ops, the Manly Food Co-op, the Alfalfa House Co-op and the Blue Mountains Food Co-op, each tackle the question of supply chain length, veganism and plastic pollution as a response to the capitalocene. The methods used will include a content analysis of all three co-op websites, landing page and blogs, as well as a quantitative analysis of what proportion of items listed are within a 100km radius, are vegan and are sold in bulk. The strength of a website analysis over interviews or internal records are that the information contained is publicly available and has the endorsement of each co-op's board as being a fair and true representation of both their shop and their mission. The Anthropocene. Paul Crutzen coined the term the Anthropocene in order to put a name to trends over the past 50 years, also a period known as the Great Acceleration, whereby the human imprint on the environment is so large as to force the assignation of a new geological epoch. These trends include a tripled human population, a global economy that has grown fourfold, and global trade which has grown tenfold. More worrying trends have occurred in the livestock and agricultural industry. There has been growth in cattle population to 1.5 billion as of 2000, and the value of agricultural crops have grown threefold since the 1970s, encouraging deforestation as a function of agricultural expansion. Simultaneously, and largely because of the growth of economies and our agricultural footprint, the rate of species extinctions has grown to be 100 to 1,000 times more than normal background rates, and this rate of extinction far exceeding rates of speciation. The intersection between growth-based human economic enterprise and earth system goods and services, whereby practices of land use changes, deforestation and fossil fuel burning are pursued as a way of growing economies, have led to a challenge to the earth system's very resilience. Further pressures exerted by human economies could destabilise critical bias biophysical systems and trigger abrupt or irreversible environmental changes, according to Stefan et al. 2011. Rockstrom et al. 2009 defined a number of planetary boundaries that humanity should strive to stay within in order to not violate the conditions of the Holocene, with this bound with the boundary that has been the most violated being that of biodiversity loss, with nitrogen cycle changes and climate change coming close behind. 
As of 2019, one million species were threatened with extinction. These causes are from land and sea use, exploitation and invasive species from the Sustainable Development Goals 2019. The capitalist theme. There are inequalities intrinsic to how these environmental violations are experienced besides, with those areas predicted to suffer the most from climate change being also the areas in which large concentrations of Indigenous people and many of the world's poorest communities reside. It is also a trend that these same areas managed by Indigenous people are the best maintained and protected. These truths may come down to a capitalist economic paradigms that are holding ideological sway for these people in contrast to conventional Western civilization, where economic incentives have generally favoured expanding economic activity and often bring environmental harm over conservation and restoration. Dyers at all 2019. Such dynamics lead more to challenge Crutzen's notions of the anthropos, that is, humanity as an undifferentiated whole, which he believes is an unsatisfying portrayal of the real forces leading us into changing planetary conditions. Moore asks instead, are we living in the capitalocene, the historical era shaped by the endless accumulation of capital? Certainly, these capital-based incentives command how food is produced and also the supply chains by which that food is then distributed. For example, the guiding drive behind the huge quantities of land dedicated to producing feedstock is because consumers in rich countries, those with capital, can command the resources that will allow their lifestyle to continue unchallenged. De Schutter et al. 2019. Secondly, international supply chains have enabled the concentration of power into the hands of a small amount of mega corporations who are able to handle both supply and demand over vast distances at the cost of huge amounts of greenhouse gases. For instance, only 10 supermarkets supply half the food in, Euro in the European Union. This process is described as a race towards the bottom, resulting in lower wages and remuneration for farm workers and agricultural producers due to supermarkets setting lower prices for produce. Lastly, the most sinister way that corporations exercise their power is via their selling to politicians a convincing narrative whereby they are portrayed as champions of the low-cost economy in which efficiency gains in global supply chains allow them to serve mass consumption provided they are left free to organise production and are not forced to internalise the full range of negative externalities caused by their operation, according to Dishuta et al. 2019. Finding another way. The capitalist narratives of economic growth and environmental destruction have been opposed by local communities seeking localised food systems to challenge dominant grocery retailers. These communities reimagine how food reimagine food as a social commons and provide alternatives to dominant narratives of capitalism by reimagining how food is produced, processed and distributed. These commons combine nutrition, culture and community and are force focused with the realisation of ethical objectives, both environmental and social, and the process of finding these commons is to rediscover the embeddedness of the individual in society and nature. These alternative food systems include cooperative supermarkets, community gardens, social groceries and more and more part of the broader trends related to societal degrowth through the help of sharing economies. 
The establishment of three grocery co-ops within Sydney, the Manly Food Co-op, Alfalfa House Co-op and the Blue Mountains Food Co-op, can each be read as an attempt to create a new commons, seizing the power to design alternative food systems. The formation of these co-ops are premised on the beliefs that individuals can more ethically steer their own livelihoods at a grassroots level. Their operation is based around an ethos of what Williams 2017 described as urban justice care thinking, where a commitment to caring about communities intersects with a drive for social justice. For example, the Blue Mountains Food Co-op states that they value community, respect the environment and promote equality and social responsibility, and that their mission is to support and inspire members in the local community to make healthy and sustainable living choices. Whilst Manly Food Co-op's values statement declares, the health of our customers and the health of the planet are two of our guiding values. Local supply chains. Blue Mountains Food Co-op, Alfalfa House Co-op and Manly Co-op all list ethical suppliers and local producers as a value with a great focus placed on support for local produce promoted on their websites. Manly Food Co-op strives to source all of our fresh fruit either locally within 200 kilometres or within Australia and Blue Mountains Food Co-op purchases Australian goods if these are available at a similar quality and price in preference to imported goods. These orthodoxies run counter to the trend of lengthening supply chains and long-distance transport of goods and people, which have grown dramatically in the past 20 years. The perceived benefits of shortened supply chains include 1. Food is fresher over shorter distances. 2. Reduction of uses of chemicals in farming practices and a rise in organic farming methodologies. 3. Food becomes more affordable as there are less intermediaries in the supply chain. And 4. More ethical treatment of workers. Born and Purcell, 2006. Raish et al., 2013. However, Forsell and Lankowski, 2015, cautioned that though small-scale farmers may present as more sustainable, this is not necessarily the case, and so warns against the sweeping badging of small-scale as equaling more ethical, instead calling for more care a more careful and considered approach on the practices of each farm that forms part of a localised supply chain. And do these co-ops fulfil their promises of local provenance? Based purely off their websites, it's hard to tell. Mainly Manly Food Co-op gives only four brands that can be geographically placed and of those, two are under 100 kilometres distance away and two are over 100 kilometres distance away. Alfalfa Food Co-op fares similarly, with their eggs originating from a farm over 100 kilometres away and no other food listing providing a trace of origin. Blue Mountains Food Co-op lists three fruit and vegetable vendors and one meat vendor all within 100 kilometres distance, presumably because as the Blue Mountains is on the outskirts of Sydney, regional farms are much closer by. However, their list of dairy products, vegan alternatives and dips all all originate from locations well over 100 kilometres away. The selling of meat products. One aspect of the capitalist scene has been the rise in livestock production over the past half century. Animal agriculture has been industrialised, intensified, globalised and expanded, according to Steinfeld et al. 2006, as cited by Stuart and Gunderson 2018. 
As of 2019, one third of the world's land surface and three quarters of available freshwater resources are dedicated to either crop or livestock production. This is problematic when you consider that humanity may be reaching a point where further agricultural land expansion at a global scale may seriously threaten biodiversity and undermine regula regulatory capacities of the Earth system, according to Rockstrom et al. 2009. In fact, Stefan et al. 2015 names agriculture as the chief cause of biodiversity loss, as cited by D. Schutter in 2019. And livestock agriculture is bad for the atmosphere too, with 25% of global greenhouse gases coming from land clearing, crop production and fertilisation. Lastly, beef and dairy industries are environmentally inefficient, so require much more land, water and energy than most other food sources. And so disproportionately contribute to deforestation, land degradation and water scarcity, according to McGregor and Houston 2018. For example, grazing land extends across 55% of Australia's land surface. Our current agricultural systems are not only bad for the environment, they are also cruel and de-subjectify humans into objects for market. Practices of live exports of livestock in intolerable heat conditions, the conditions within slaughterhouses and the continual impregnation and se separation of dairy cows and their offspring and the subsequent short unhappy lives of bobby calves are some such practices. Add to these hidden suffering associated with branding, castration, dehorning and starvation in beef industries and you begin to get a clear picture of the institutionalized cruelty within this sector as citing uh, McGregor and Houston 2018. Given the dire impact of animal agriculture on planet and on more than human beings, it would be natural for cooperatives to form an alternative food system based around veganism. More than human concepts are a vital topology that are focused on displacing the hubris of humanism so as to admit others into the calculus of the world, Braun 2004. And in fact, all three cooperatives signal a caring for the more than human, offering vegan alternatives to the animal slash dairy products also found in their fridges. These vegan options range from oat, rice, soy, almond and coconut milks at the Blue Mountains Co-op to vegan cheeses, mayo and butters at Alfalfa House Co-op. Further to this, each co-op produces a blog where largely vegetarian slash vegan recipes are published as a way of advocating a vegan lifestyle to consumers. For instance, Alfalfa House Co-op began producing a blog in March 2014 and since that time have produced 12 vegan recipes and a blog as blog posts. Manly Food Co-op, on the other hand, has been producing their blog since August 2019 and since that time have published four vegan recipes. Blue Mountains Food Co-op, who have produced their own their blog since January 2018, explicitly confronted the, top, confronted the topic of providing meat with a forum called Our Biggest Dilemma, held at a local hotel in July 2019 and later converted into a blog post. Where Alfalfa House Co-op and Manly Food Co-op to take the chance to go meat-free in supplying of goods to the local community, Blue Mountains Food Co-op takes the considered stance to, after careful deliberation, develop a fresh meat purchasing policy with the strictest criteria in regard to land regeneration and animal welfare and on-site farm inspections. 
In choosing the path of ethical meat supply and consumption, the Blue Mountains Co-op is making an explicit choice for McGregor and Houston's 2018 Proposition 2, where care and consumption benefits people, cattle and planet. This caring translates into eating less but better quality and more humanely raised cattle. As the Blue Mountains Co-op blog post puts it, we need to find ways to come together to support small-scale farmers in their efforts to produce food using regenerative methods. However, there are tensions with the fact that more humane outcomes for animals involve a larger pastoral footprint, leading to potentially worse environmental outcomes. Proportionally, all three co-ops stock far more vegan than non-vegan products, as per figure three. According to their respective websites, the, the proportion is 77% of listed products are vegan for manly food co-op, 90% of listed products are vegan for alfalfa house food co-op and 88% of listed products are vegan for Blue Mountains food co-op. This represents a general alignment with McGregor and Houston's 2018 Proposition 3, veganism benefits humans, cattle and planet, for all three co-ops in what they sell and how they represent this stock on their website. This is a proposition for a world without any animal consumption by humans and where vegan diets are advocated for animal rights, health and environmental reasons, enabling more caring and compassionate non-food relations to evolve. All three cooperatives explored here strike a balance between advocating for Proposition 2 and Proposition 3, selling small amounts of meat, some dairy, but mostly vegan produce. Plastic pollution has... Plastic pollution... Plastic pollution has increased tenfold since 1980, and much of this pollution makes its way into our oceans. Once in the oceans, this plastic waste either sinks, is ground down, cast back ashore, or, if buoyant, collects in the five large-scale ocean gyres. The significant proportion of microplastic in the oceans are a particular threat to entire food webs. Such small sizes make consumption from the smallest to largest organisms possible and create conditions of aggregative plastic collection in the stomachs of apex organisms. The 2012 Convention on Biological Diversity found an increase of 40% over 15 years of species affected by either consumption or entanglement with plastic marine debris. As of 2018, 15% of all marine wildlife are on the IUCN red list as vulnerable, endangered and critically endangered from plastic. According to Kozia and Krzyzewski, 2018. All three of these Sydney-based co-ops have taken a stand on stopping plastic pollution through the decisions to distribute their goods in bulk. As the Blue Mountains Food Co-op puts it, part of their sustainability value is to dispense product produce in bulk wherever possible and practical, encouraging the reuse of bottles, jars, paper and plastic bags. Manly Food Co-op make plastic waste reduction a big focus of their blogs, with such titles as Five Easy Ways to Plastic to Plastic Free Ship with Manly Food Co-op this Plastic Free July, June 2021, Tips for a Plastic Free Life, July 2020, Plastic Free Entertaining Idea, July 2020, Plastic Free July 2020, Pick One Thing, June 2020. The items listed on the respective websites reflect this commitment to plastic-free shopping. 
Proportionally, 72% of products listed were sold in bulk by Manly Food Co-op, 83% of products listed were sold in bulk by Alfalfa House Co-op, and 55% of products listed were sold in bulk by Blue Mountains Food Co-op. Though it is important to note that this co-op had many more categories they sold in rather than purely food-based, including grooming accessories, lunch boxes, baskets, household cleaning items, ceramics, and more. Conclusion The three cooperatives that this research report discusses are part of a movement to bring alternative food systems that are kinder to planet and biodiversity than the systems that currently exist in the capitalist scene. With enough momentum, these systems can begin the empowering functions of simultaneously achieving food security, biodiversity protection and sustainable use, avoid, avoiding food waste, empowering producers and consumers to transform supply chains and facilitating sustainable and healthy dietary choices. Is at all 2019. The Blue Mountains Food Co-op makes this mission to replace current wasteful systems seriously with a link on their website to guide visitors on how to start a food co-op themselves. This research identifies the conscious efforts that are being made by each of these three co-ops, though not always successfully, to keep food chains short as a response to Anthropocene conditions, including trends of excess emissions from long-haul freight and exploitative worker conditions. This is presumably challenging in Australia, where distances are huge and those who are creating goods for the sustainability market are spread far and wide. Though there are nuances with how meat consumption is managed, Blue Mountains Food Co-op have taken the decision to sell ethically raised and slaughtered livestock, for example. All three cooperatives discussed in this report offer a primarily vegan array of goods. This is evidence of response to Anthropocene trends of biodiversity loss as identified by Rockstrom et al. 2009. Lastly, all three co-ops sell the majority of their produce, particularly in the pantry staple category, in bulk, thus aligning with visions to save one-use plastic from entering waterways and contributing further to biodiversity loss in our oceans. These are grassroots level attempts at creating alternative food systems and have a small footprint in comparison to mega supermarkets that have market share. But as this research report has identified, they are implementing innovative and sustainable initiatives that respond directly directly to the capitalist scene. Hopefully this is enough to spark the degrowth imagination and appetites of other sectors of society.